What's up, guys? How's it going? It's your boys back at it again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the contribution. Uh, this is my no, you know me. You know me. This is my co-host. They call me Flip on the streets. <laughs> That's all I had, honestly. <laughs> yes, this is my co-host, Felipe. I'm Rowan. Today, we're talking about who would win in a fight, a gorilla or a grizzly bear? Did you say or a grizzly bear? <laughs> I didn't know where I was going, and I th- I couldn't remember if I said gorilla already, so I just said gorilla, and I was going to say gorilla again, but then I remembered, so I said grizzly bear. Yeah, Epic definitely, definitely... Uh, Grizzly bear. I don't think there's a definitely. I think there's a definitely. I feel like it's going to be extremely. Grizzly bear. Extreme high diff, but. Grizzly bear. <laughs> I don't know what you said, but. Yeah, grizzly negative bear. diff. Um, no, that's not hey, true. you just turned 17. How was it? It was great. Yeah. Amazing. And we also got back from the mud run. Actually, let's be honest. We're recording this episode. The week before your birthday, the, literally a week before your birthday. Yeah, if you guys want to send me money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shameless ask, I guess. Uh, no, but seriously, we just got back from the mud run. Thank you to anybody and everybody who may or may not have given money. We honestly have no way to track or be able to tell because uh, it wasn't up to us because you donated to Heart of the Bride if you did. Um. So if you did, thank you, because uh, it goes a long way to make a huge difference to support orphans around the world, and we had a lot of fun. And if you didn't, shame on you. God knows. Wow. <clears throat> wow. I didn't know we were going to get that serious that fast. Convicting uh, stuff. I know. Convicting right off, stuff. like from the jump. Yeah. Right away. Right away. No holding back. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, to all the grizzly people out there, this episode's for you because you're right. Uh, and you're winners. Yeah, just like the grizzly would beat up the gorilla. If you if you picked gorilla, just click off right now. Stop. Yeah, unless you're some sort of animal expert scientist and you have an actual reason, and then you can email us, DM us, check out our social media. So I was thinking podcast. Hey, nice plug. That was a good. That was a good transition. Uh, But no, seriously, you should check us out on social media. We don't even really post anymore, honestly. And we should. I need to get back on that. Yeah, come on. Um, What did you guys think of last week's episode? Also, do do a thing about that because we worked really hard on that episode. It was kind of fun. Actually, we can do this. Um, Give us some feedback on our episode last week. Yeah, because we're trying new things. Two weeks. This is the So I Was Trying New Things (laughs) podcast. Yeah, let's go. Which today we're actually trying something new again. Yeah. Um, but it's the summer. We're just feeling good. Yeah. We've been doing this for a while. We feel pretty confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, last <laughs> week was a interesting episode. Give us feedback. Would you like to see more of us do or would you like to see us do more in that format where we kind of um, go over like somebody else's content or um, something like that? Because I think that could be super cool. And I've actually wanted to do that for a while. And I have 
a few ideas on stuff that we can do. But if that's not something you guys yeah. like to watch, then yeah, then we won't do it again. If you want to see an unboxing, because uh, that's popular on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know how it translates to podcasts. You could listen to us unbox things, and we we'll could be super accurate with what we describe. To do a mukbang on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I eat all the time. Anyway, I mean that's what that's what that th- those are. It's They're podcasts. I think a lot of people do it for the ASMR as well. I don't want to listen to you eat. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. Thanks. I do that. I do that before we hit record to Felipe because he doesn't like it. I don't think anybody likes it. Well, clearly some people like it because that is a genre that does very well. That's so weird. Oh, it's so weird. Tickles. So today. Yeah, so give us feedback about our episode last week. Oh. And today, we are, in fact, doing something a little bit different. Yeah, we're going to be a little bit more conversational, Yeah, but still, hopefully, biblical. We have the Bible in front of us in case we need to reference something. And if, for nothing else, it's to make us look like we know our stuff. No, I think we, well, we know our stuff. Yeah, speak for yourself. Um, I'm You know kidding. your stuff. A little bit. I dabble, uh, but yeah, so today we are just going to kind of have a conversation, uh, have a, a little bit of a back and forth, and the topic for today is all about loving your neighbor, Ooh, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess we can kind of go into like a some some form of a setup, uh, so and somewhere in the Bible, uh, Felipe, you can give a chapter and verse once I start telling the story. Um, these, I think they were religious leaders or religious people, let's say, uh, were trying to trip Jesus up. And so they asked him, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus responds with, uh, the greatest commandment is love your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. So it's important that we put that one first. And that really becomes contextualized throughout this episode. But um, So love your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, those are the two greatest commandments. Um, do you have something? Yeah, we're in Matthew chapter twenty. Verses 34 through 40 Yeah, so that's where the whole love your neighbor thing comes from um, And so I think it's, a, it's important as Christians that we love our neighbor But I think it can get very confusing yeah. right? Because we have so many different things um, We're also, as Christians, called to have a spine And we're not called to just love everybody and never rub people the wrong way and just like be all flowery and stuff like that. Um, but I think love your neighbor can be seen as very broad and people can be very liberal with their um, interpretations. And it's very liberal, but also too conservative. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's just that we have a lot of things in our culture today that makes it difficult for us to kind of 
how do I love my neighbor, but also still like follow, be faithful to Christianity and faithful to God, you know, like how do there, there are things uh, that kind of go like, how do, how do those two things go hand in hand? Cause yeah, we have some difficult stuff in our world today. Yeah. And especially because people will like pick, uh, this is like one of those hot topic things, I guess. Urban outfitters. Uh, or like, what's what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like where it's it's very so, some of these things where it, like this verse is brought up and used out of context. They're like divisive, you know, like quick issues or whatever. And then people tend to take a very fast extreme one way or the other, like a very quick and extreme stance one way or the other. And then forget that some of these like topics, some of these questions, some of these things don't have extreme answers. Like they have very logical answers. And when we read the verse in context, when we read the Bible and Jesus teaching in context, it tells us a lot about, it tells us a lot about like where we should be at, you know, like where we should draw the line, where we should love our neighbor. Um, and I think even saying something like where we should love our neighbor will rub some people the wrong way. And I think it's because we don't understand the verse. We don't understand the Bible and we don't try to, right? Like I think some of these issues, there should be a tension in how we walk them out. There should be tension in how we follow this well and how we do this well. It's not going to be an easy answer. Um, but I think too quickly we draw lines in the sand and we pick a side without actually having a conversation. So like, you know, um, should we just dive right? Should we dive right into it? Yeah, I was I was kind of waiting for you to finish up, and then I was going to be like, first thing, see where it takes us. Okay, because I was going to use that as a segue for like people on COVID. Oh, because that was yeah, like the first thing there. that popped into my mind, like talking about this is like. I heard a lot of people like, oh, if you do A, you don't love your neighbor. But then the same people like on the opposite. And if you, well, if you, if you do A, there's no way you love your neighbor. You can just say wear a mask or. But, uh, but it wasn't just wear a mask. Yeah. It was like, you know, like if you wear a mask, like wearing a mask is the absolute only way to love your neighbor. And getting vaccinated is the only way to love your neighbor. And then there are people on the opposite side, like, that's not loving to my neighbor, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's so divisive where it's like the, we're, we're drawing lines in the sand and how do we actually love our neighbor? Yeah. And I think, I think, and I think this goes for most things. Um, but there's, there's truth on both sides, right? Um, there's uh, one side that says like, I'm not wearing a mask because I'm choosing to not be afraid. I'm not wearing a mask because, like, um, I know that God will protect me and stuff, which um, I think there's some truth in that, right? Because the Bible does call us to not be afraid. And I think bottom line is how are you reaching people? Like, how are you furthering the kingdom? And so I think those people are good at, like, I'm not going to be afraid to, I'm not so afraid that I'm going to get sick that I'm not going to share the gospel, right? But then they also refuse to go into a building because they have to put a mask on. And it's like, and they they pretend that they're being persecuted for their beliefs when it's mm. really just all you have, to, like, at what point does 
a piece of cloth keep you from spreading the gospel and keeping you from expanding the kingdom, right? Um, yeah. And, w- like, when we talk about expanding the kingdom, we're talking about saving lives and saving, like, we're talking about eternal ramifications, right? And so if my if I have somebody close to me that's not Christian, that doesn't have a faith, like, and I have a chance to save his life, and all I have to do is put a piece of cloth over my mouth, I feel like that's a small price to pay. But for a lot of people, that's like a big deal. And I, I feel like you can't really do that, right? Whereas I feel like um, on the other side of the spectrum, it's like um, you need to you need to have a face mask and you need to wash your hands every 27 seconds and like remain this far away. And just your, your rules and stipulations against... Uh, being sick, which I'm not, I'm not saying like, if you have a legitimate reason, uh, you have a legitimate reason, right? And I'm not saying that I think I might be a little being, I might be being a little too broad. I don't think that's the proper grammar, but I might just be. <laughs> you good? <laughs> My mic is about to fall off. <laughs> um, but I feel like this might be a little broad, but like. When, when your fear of, like, getting sick or, like, catching COVID specifically gets in the way of um, having real fellowship with people and just even, like, hugging somebody or just being close in fellowship with other people, like, I feel like that's just as de- detrimental, you know? Absolutely. And, and, like, when it comes to how do we love our neighbors, like, I, I think... I don't know. Like, I, I think part of this episode is is interesting because, like, we've seen, and COVID is probably, like, the good segue to start because we've seen a lot of Christians say really weird things over the last few years that's been brought up. And I, I know that for me personally, and I think Rowan too, because we talk about this a lot, it's made us really think about the things that we say, why we say them, the things that we believe, and why we believe them. Because if I love my neighbor, I like, all right, let's go back to this whole, like the beginning of this, right? Like we are, the, the scholars ask Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? And he says, love God with all your heart. Your, and hold on, let's read it verbatim. Teacher, which is the greatest command in law? Jesus replied, love the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and prophets hang on these two commandments. And I think if we understand our love for God, and if we love God with all our heart, our mind, and our soul, like I think, so putting things into context, your heart, your mind, and your soul, your mind plays a role in how you love God. Meaning, I think like you can't just be all feelings for God. Yeah. This is about to go into a tangent. I promise we're about to get it back, right? So like you can't be all feeling and lovey-dovey for God. Like it's not just an emotion. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not just a feeling or a moment. It's not just logic and reason. 
And it's not just, well, I guess your emotions. What, what would be your soul? Heart, mind, and soul. Heart, mind, and soul. I don't know. I don't know the third one would be, but I didn't think that one all the way through before I started going there. But you know what I mean? Like, there are components to yeah. loving God. And in equals like it, love your neighbor as yourself. So if that's how we're supposed to start our relationship with God, is to put things in their proper place, I think our love for our neighbor needs to be put in its proper place as well. If we're going to give God that reverence, and if his and if our relationship with him dictates our relationship with our neighbors, mm-hmm. right? Like the first four commandments of the Ten Commandments, if we were to go there, have to do with our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. God establishes that order, right? And then he re- and then the rest of the commandments have to do with our relationship with each other, right? Like honor your mother and father, don't lie, don't kill, don't steal, don't commit adultery, don't covet your neighbor's stuff, like. That's all our relationship with each other. But he puts him and himself uh, and our relationship with him at the forefront of how we look at relationship and how we look at everything. Um, And so if we're supposed to use our heart, our mind, and our soul to love God entirely, then I think we need logic and reason to also love our neighbors, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But then we also need to know people and know emotion and understand the complexity of psychology and people and humans right so like loving our neighbors i think especially so going back to covid and masks and vaccinations and all that stuff like this is probably an episode that a lot of people have asked us to do i think just in conversations but Mm -hmm. um you're not in context you you can be unloving if you don't wear a mask, you can also like, but you're not automatically unloving for not wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good uh, distinction to make because it's, um, I, I see where they're coming from where it's like, if you're not wearing a mask, you're causing a spread of a disease that can be harmful to people that you don't know. And like, how can you be loving when it's like, I don't, Ooh, there's a lot of thinking, uh, but it's it's hard. It's difficult because it's like there there are some things where it's like if I'm in a room with a bunch of people who are fine, right? Because like we're all outside, conditions are perfectly fine. Like I'm not gonna wear a mask. I'm gonna hug my friends and like be in fellowship with them. I'm not hating my neighbors i'm not going against the love your neighbor commandment right and so i think it's a good distinction to make that like people who don't wear masks in every situation or who just prefer not to wear a mask like to understand that like they might have a valid reason and like yeah i'm just not as convicted to wear a mask as you are and that that's okay and that they're not automatically an unloving person person yeah on the flip side you can use that, like, if you walk into a hospital without a mask on, like, that's not, that's not cool. Because there's people who are, like, suffering there, who are, like, compromised, and walking in there without a mask could, like, potentially harm them, or if for nothing else, if you're completely healthy, and, like, you don't have COVID, so you're not spreading it, that can be really scary for the people in there. So it's just like a common courtesy. Just put one on. Yeah. 
And I think, and I think ultimately what this episode is going to be is we need to understand that loving your neighbor has context and we are so quick to draw lines and cause division. Maybe this episode is less about, I don't know. Let's keep talking. No, say what you're going to say. I was going to say, maybe this episode is more about like the recent division on everything right? Like people are so divided. Christians are so divided and they're so all one way or all the other. And there's no, um, there's no context. There's or not context. There's no middle ground anymore. No. And I, I, and I think a lot of, I think a lot of the Bible actually points us to middle ground. Mm-hmm. And some people might hate me saying that. I think in some ways the Bible is very extreme. The Like, for example, Jesus is very exclusive and inclusive, right? Like Jesus says all, all are, like he died for all, but he also says that not all who, you know, like not all who, not everybody's going to end up in heaven. That's just a matter of fact. Not everybody's going to end up saved. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to find eternal life. Right, like he is both inclusive and exclusive, and so there are some areas of the Bible that are very like boom, and then there are other areas like loving your neighbor where you need to learn. You need to learn how to walk that line, and there needs to be tension. Yeah, I. It's interesting that you bring that up because I think, I think you're right. We are trying to, we're picking stuff that can be very divisive, and we're trying to find like common ground. Um, <laughs> But we're using it in the focus of like love the phrase love your neighbor. Like, are you really loving your neighbor if you do X? Um, and so I think uh, the focus of this episode is to kind of hone in on that, like love your neighbor, because I do think it's taken out of context context a lot of the time. And it's like you're not loving your neighbor because you're doing this. And it's like that's not necessarily necessarily the case. And you're almost weaponizing scripture uh against fellow christians right yeah and i and i think this is one of the examples where we've seen that all too often um but another interesting one is like something like climate change yeah i was uh i was going to transition into this and so i'm glad you did that because i was wondering if we were done i read your mind yeah no but um this one i'm actually i wouldn't say passionate about but this is something that bothers me a lot of the time because what um, I think the two sides, the two sides that I hear are the one side saying like, you can't like, you can't truly love your neighbor if you don't care about climate change because you have like these wildfires going on. You have the ice caps melting and like it's, it's causing harm to a lot of people. Right. And so like, how can you love your neighbor and not be, all in on climate change and where I agree that like you can love your neighbor by caring about those things and like doing something as simple as like recycling, which has been shown to help with stuff like that. Um, I don't agree that it should be like our only desire. I think people get way too into it. Right. And it, it almost becomes an idol because that's what they're focused on instead of expanding the kingdom. But then on the other side, you see people saying, well, I know how the world ends because Jesus is coming back. And so 
I don't really care about the environment or climate change and stuff like that. And personally, I, I, I really don't like that. And I, I almost want to say I hate it, but hate is a strong word. Um, but I think it's, it's frustrating because when we see God didn't make this earth willy nilly, right? He spent six days, um, designing and, uh, putting together this whole earth and all of creation and for what like this wasn't just a place for us to live this was all for God's glory so every blade of grass every tree every animal is for God's glory right and so um the end goal for us as humans uh, is to know God and know him fully because we're made in his his image right so we're above blades of grass and we're above birds and stuff like that so like context there because some people don't don't believe that but um like god's creation is still for his glory right god created like you look at the grand canyon or really like go on any nature hike and you see god's glory through nature and i think that's that's something that should be preserved. And um, I think at the very least that Christians should have some, at least a little bit of like, yeah, I'll recycle my cans. I won't litter because like this is God's creation. Like God's first almost mission that he gave Adam and Eve was to um, take care of the earth and like, like cultivate it, right? Uh, that's what Adam did in the garden, right? And so, like, that was our original, I can't think of the word. I don't Mandate. Wanna say, mandate, sure. That's a perfect word because I didn't want to say purpose. Um, and so it's really disappointing when I see Christians like, well, I know how the world ends, so, like, I'm just going to throw my trash on the ground. I'm like, that's a really crappy way, way of thinking, in my in my opinion, because, like, we're supposed to be preserving God's glory through his creation. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, um I think I think it's I think it's silly, but I think one thing that you brought up that I've been kind of waiting to go back to is you said something about like making um you know, like making these making these secondary things the main thing and we get so hung up on them. Um, oh, this is what I was going to say. This is what I was going to say. You're in the middle of talking about how climate change and something. And, um, you said something along the lines of like, uh, we, we, we're not supposed to make that the main thing, right? Like, yes, we're supposed to care about the earth, but, um, and I a hundred percent agree like that, that, that is our mission as humans. Like God designed us and then commissioned us to, take care of the earth that he created. Um, and so to think that, you know, like we, yes, Jesus is making a new heaven and a new earth when he comes back. Absolutely. But at the same time, like, why would we not take care of the one that we have anyway? But I, I thought, I thought this, um, and I wanted to pose the question cause I thought it was a good one, but do you think, do you think more people are, do you think people are concerned more with things than with people? And what I mean by that is, like, loving your neighbor, what does that actually look like? Um, 
And here's what I see from like a different perspective is I see people picking sides on, on, on these crazy divisive stances. And I don't see a lot of people actually doing anything. Yeah. So what I mean by that is, you know, like, I guess, uh, like, all right, if we're supposed to love our neighbor, how often and last, I think it's funny. No, two, two weeks ago, two, two episodes ago in the gospel, we talked about how, like, you know, um, oh, we said something about the food pantry. Uh, but I don't know, but I don't think we dogged on a food pantry or whatever, but we just said something like, you know, like, oh, we said how there are sinful people that serve at food pantries, you know, like, and making the point that like sinful people aren't the only ones like killing people. Like they're people without Jesus in their lives that are living apart from him in unrepentant sin, you know, that haven't declared him as Lord and savior of their lives and given their lives to him. Like that's a sinful person. So there are sinful people doing good things. Anyway, just thought I had to bring that in a context because I'm not condemning people that serve at food pantries. But anyway, but like we're talking about all these things, right? Like how many people are actually putting their money where their mouth is? Because what I see is like, we're taking a stance. Well, I think this, well, I think that, you know, climate change, we have to recycle. It's about loving your neighbor. But how many people are more concerned? Like for in the example of, Mm, of climate change, right? Like people are more willing to go hug a tree than to go hug a sick person. People are more willing to go, you know, clean up a park than to open up their home for a homeless person or, you know, like whatever. Like, what does loving your neighbor actually look like? Because we're talking about all these things and we have a few more things that are like that are super divisive. But like climate change and COVID, you know, like, all right, wearing masks, not wearing masks, getting a shot, not getting a shot. But how often do we take care of sick people during COVID? How often? And and hear me out, because like this is this is one one thing or another, but like, you know, if you were doing this, then completely ignore this. Uh, if you weren't doing this, then maybe listen up. But like, if you had sick people in your life during COVID, you know, we're talking about loving your neighbors. Okay. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask, whatever, wherever you stand. But did you take care of the people that were sick? You know, like that's loving your neighbor. That's actually practical. You know, like if you knew somebody that was sick, did you bring them food? If you knew somebody that was sick, did you go to the store and pick up medicine and Vicks or NyQuil or whatever? You know, like, were you there? I know, I know for a fact, like me and Rowan at times during the past two years, like we were both sick or one of us was sick or we both ended up sick. And, you know, like, I I think because we're close, like family, you know, like ultimately his parents ended up taking care of us, but. You know, like we helped each other out a lot during Mm -hmm. just being sick, but that's practical, right? Like climate change, I could say, you know, like that caring for the world is important, but do I care about the people in the world? Mm. You know, like, do I care about the people that nature, you know, like obviously like I'm, if I walk around, I try to pick up trash or, you know, like at work, if I see trash on the floor, I pick up trash. I try to put things in recycling, obviously. I don't litter. I don't throw stuff out of my car window. I don't, whatever, you know, like that. I think that's silly. Um, and you don't just throw trash on the ground cause that's, that's uncivilized. But, um, and hopefully if you heard that and you got offended, then you just stop doing that. Um, if you do that, I don't know, but like we're, we're, there's all these hot button issues. That's what I was looking for. And is that a thing? Anyway, uh, I got really a DG here for a second. Uh, 
but are we actually caring about loving our neighbors, right? Like, because all of that matters. And so let me ask, like, to put it in context, let's say you're a mask person and you had a, un, you know, a not masked person in your life that got sick. Are you willing to go help take care of them? Or are you so decided on the topic or on the, you know, like the thing that divides you that you're not going to take care of them? Because at the end of the day, you could wear a mask, but if you're not willing to go help somebody, then you don't really love your neighbor. Yeah. Or if you're on the opposite end and you, you're like, I'm not going to wear a mask, but then you got somebody on the opposite end of the aisle or uh, argument, whatever, and whatever the, this case might be, right, and you're not willing to go help them, you don't really love your neighbor. Yeah, and I think people are more concerned with um, having their stance and sticking to it uh, than actually going out and loving people because it's easier to have a stance than to actually go out and love people, right? And I guess I, I can say I'm guilty of this as well because – like I, <laughs> I'm not like a big climate nut, right? <laughs> like I'm not outside gardening every day, and I don't track my carbon footprint. But I like to think. Are you serious right now? <laughs> it's I'm 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 done. But, <laughs> but I think like for me even I think it's easier to have a stance on like climate change or. I don't even want to say climate change, and I'll bring this up. I think with a lot of these things, it's also become so politicized, right? It's no longer about um, climate or, like, protecting the environment or uh, protecting people from COVID. It's about, like, the politics behind it. That's yeah. that's what really gets me frustrated because I think the the reason why climate change came up was because you showed me an Instagram post and you're like this is so stupid and it said are you really loving your neighbor if you don't care about climate change and I don't really th- I don't I try not to think of things like very politically and so I just saw that as like Christians should care more about climate change and I'm like why is that stupid and Felipe is like well that's obviously politicized. And it opened my eyes to the fact that, like, and Felipe did nothing wrong because climate change is kind of a buzzword when it when you come into like the political economosphere. But <laughs> I, I made that word up. We know. <laughs> we heard you. <laughs> but I think something like climate change, where it's like, yeah, this is a real problem. People are suffering because of it. Not only people, but like polar bears. Polar bears are suffering. Yeah, I love and like, polar bears. And like God's like we're diminishing God's glory almost because like we don't care about the environment. But now it's become such a political issue where it's like you can't even bring it up in conversation without people being like, oh, you're such a liberal. It's like, what does that have to do with any? Like, I can't vote. What does that have to do with, with anything? Same thing about COVID. It's like, like, oh, I don't like I personally would prefer not to work out with a mask on. Oh, like you're a Republican. Like, no. Like, I just prefer not to. If you want me to put one on, I'm not going to be the guy who's going to stand in the middle and argue and, like, wrestle my way through because I feel like I deserve to be in whatever building uh, with my own beliefs, right? Um, we won't. I, I won't get into that. But, like, I think it's really frustrating how these stances have become more about, like, the politics behind it than actually like how are you loving people and i think people 
people have a stance and they take their stance and they just they use they use politics and they use this verse to back up the reason why they aren't doing what they're supposed to because it's hard to go and love people especially people you don't like right because we can sit here and all day and talk about how like we love people that we don't want to love but when it actually comes into practice i think it's extremely difficult and i think we rarely do it right and i think we we will make every excuse possible to not do it right and so what we do is we say well I'm loving, like, I'm not going to go visit that person because I don't want to catch COVID. And if I catch COVID, then I spread it to other people. And that's not very loving. Like, I'm not loving other people. And they're a Republican. And so they're not loving other people as well as I am. So I'm just going to keep them at an arm's distance, right? And it's like, now you've just made an excuse not to go and share the gospel and have a real connection with somebody else. Yeah. And what and... Oh, wow, that's a lot and coming at me there. Um, pause. And uh, if, um, yeah, um, that really threw me off there. You, um, uh, I was just going to say, for time's sake, do you want to just hit another one of our points? Because I don't, I don't think we're planning on getting all of them, but... Uh, maybe if we could squeeze one more in because we're yeah. almost at 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pick which one. I can pick which one? Yeah. Should I do a coin toss? Done. Uh, We'll do both. No, <laughs> quick, kind of. One. Well, so here's the thing. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, how do we... Because ultimately, we are called to love. We are called to... And this is a cheesy church slogan, right? That's super overused. We're called to love God and love people. What does that look like? When we love God correctly, we love people correctly. Um, and the the hard thing is, how do we love people? Because it's not, it's like, okay, this one is about to get super controversial. And I'm okay with Because we have, I have a best friend at work who's a lesbian. Right. Like, and so we have, we have our LGBTQ premium plus, uh, (laughs) sorry, the LGBTQ plus community. Right. And as Christians, we're called to love them. Mm -hmm. I had an interesting conversation with my friend at work because I take this, I, I take a stance not against homosexuals, against homosexuality. And I'm okay with saying that. That is Mm -hmm. against the design of God. But you know what else is? Alcoholism. You know what else is? Lying. You know what else is? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I think, uh, I forget who said this. This might have been, I think it was Pastor Kevin. Um, So I'll give him credit. But uh, I heard him say, you don't get to pick your temptation. And I was like, dang, like, that's true. Like, um, like whether you're homosexual or like you're just lustful in general, like my sin or your or sin, you're a glutton, your sin, yeah, you lusting after food, homie. <laughs> like your your sin is no or your sin is no greater than mine, right? And I think to understand that, and I I also want to bring up like I was watching a something really discouraging 
uh, which I know you people love. But um, I was watching a TikTok somewhere, somewhere, and I forget what it was about, but it was something stupid. And so I went into the comments. And unfortunately, I didn't see a lot of Christian comments being like, this isn't true. Uh, but I did see a comment that was that said, there's no hate like Christian love. And I was like, dang, that really sucks that that's... And it was like one of the top comments, and it had like thousands of likes. And it's really disappointing that that, that is the image that we've put out there, is that there's no kind of hate like Christian love. But again, I think you need to quantify that, right? Like... I love Rowan. I love Rowan a lot. When Rowan does something wrong, I say something. Mm-hmm. I don't hate Rowan because he's doing something wrong. Me saying, you know, like me saying something isn't me hating Rowan. It's me saying, yo, I love you too much not to. And I'm going to quantify that by saying that doesn't mean that you go out there and you preach hate. And going back to my conversation with my friend at work, I asked her how in this climate, me as a Christian man, how I'm supposed to love her. Because my stance, according to the world, makes me a homophobe. And I used those words. I said, how am I supposed to how am I supposed to navigate this when I, I don't hate gay people? I don't hate, you know, like, I don't really hate anybody. But specifically in this context, how am I supposed to walk this out and, and hold true to my beliefs, which confront me too, but the world calls me hateful, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the conversation kind of she, her, her question to me was, I don't think you're a homophobe. You're not hateful. I think it really goes to, do you want to see me burn in hell? Mm. My answer was, I don't want to see anybody burn in hell. And that's the point of being a Christian. Yeah. That's the point of me telling you about Jesus. I said, I don't want to see, I don't want to see people that have gambling addictions go to hell. I don't want to see people who beat their wife go to hell. I, that's but that's a sin but that's a sin right like i don't i don't want to see liars go to hell i want to see people meet the mercy and grace of jesus be transformed be renewed into the likeness of christ and find eternal life in jesus Mm -hmm. right like that is that is my hope for anybody in my life i want people to know jesus and i want them to know him truly and 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 be saved and transformed by him I don't want anybody to go to hell. That is the point of the gospel. Her answer was kind of way more simpler than I expected because she said, as long, sorry, she said, as long as you don't want me to go to hell or burn in hell. And, and like, so I think that's, that's ultimately my question with all of this is why are we seen like we're seen as hateful for a lot of stances. Mm-hmm. And I think some of it is fair because there are people on the extreme that are loud and they've taken really big stances and said really nasty things or done really nasty things. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and act like just because I hold a belief, I'm hateful Mm -hmm. because I love you too much to let you live in sin. If you choose to live in sin, bro, that's on you. 
I'm going to love you. This this friend at work is one of my best friends. Yeah. At work. You know, like we have a relationship outside of work. Like that is I love her. Mm-hmm. Do I want to see her go to hell? Absolutely not. Do I agree with her lifestyle? Absolutely not. Mm. But I don't hate her. Right? And and but my love for her, I I'm always either suddenly or like really openly just pointing her back to Jesus. Always. Mm-hmm. Not like I'm trying to sneak one in and be like, hey, Jesus, you know, but like it's just like in conversation. I talk about our podcast. I talk about this. I talk about that. Well, I think I think it's also like if we go back to Matthew five, um, when Jesus talks about being the salt and the light, which I think we yeah we we've talked about that yep. on our podcast. Like, are you being a light to other people? Are you are you shining light? Or are you just sitting in a corner in darkness? Right? Because I think that's what a lot of people do is that. Like, they hold these beliefs and they spew hate on other people because they're like, well, like, you're, you live this way. Like, you, you wear masks and you're, like, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to create a character that's consistent. Like, you wear masks and you care about the environment and you're, like, gay or something like that, like, and they'll say all these nasty, nasty things, but at the same time claim to be a Christian. It's like, how, like, how are you loving your neighbor? Like how, not even, I don't want to sound that cliche, but it's just like, where, where's the love in that? Where's, where's the light in that? Like, how are you, how are you shining a light in the darkness? Because I think those people, I think people, the world in general has a lot of darkness. There's a lot of dark places in this world. And I think as Christians, we have the unique ability to actually be a light because we are the example of Jesus. Um, and not only that, but we have the message of Jesus. And Jesus is is uh, the way, the truth, and the light. Right? Life. Life. Dang it. But it's doesn't okay say, because John one doesn't he say he is the light of the world okay. and the dark and he came into this world the world did not acknowledge <laughs> it because it walked in darkness. Shoot, stupid f, <laughs> me up. <laughs> um, but like we we have this gift which is Jesus who is the light who can shine, who can uh, be a light in like the darkness that is this world and I think it's ultimately it's selfish of Christians to use their own stances and own political beliefs to um, harbor hatred against other people. I think it's stupid and sick. On both sides. Oh, yeah. Or all three Sorry. sides. I didn't. Or all the sides, honestly. I guess I think we can wrap it up because we're past what we usually like to do. Um, but yeah. one last thought. Maybe. <laughs> I might have just forgotten it. But, yeah, I think I forgot it. Oh, I was going to say, because this is a little bit jokey, but still on topic. I always, like, when talking about this stuff, I always feel like I'm a fence rider. Like, I like to ride the fence, but really, I'm just, I don't like to subscribe to a person, uh, a specific belief set when it comes to, like, either, well, obviously, when it comes to religion, I'm all the way Christian, but, like, 
I'm not very I liberal. I'm not like I'm not super liberal. I'm not super conservative, right? Like I believe both have a little bit of truth in them, but sometimes when talking about this stuff, it's like, well, both sides are kind of right. I just feel like I'm making <laughs> both of them mad. <laughs> like just riding the fence. It's like sitting sitting on the fence there. Yeah. But I don't know. This is Yeah, me, I'm all the way one way. I just won't tell you one which way. <laughs> all the way up. Because I keep it a hundred. What? <laughs> and on that note. It's not as loud. Like you set the button to press and like you know? No, that's a different but it's very button. it's very like soft into it. Yeah, because it's supposed to be like, hey, thanks for checking us out. Hey, thanks. Uh for this was a this was a new out. thing, so I mean we might do this again. We're definitely gonna do it again for the next well, I don't know. Uh <laughs> we'll see. You don't know. We've already we are doing this the next episode. You don't know that. <laughs> you gotta listen to the next episode and find out because we might be doing something new. We might be underwater. Anyway, uh check us out on social media. So I was thinking underscore podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. That's about it. Caption Barely. Writer. Uh, Caption Rider is not social media But we are uh, You can also check us out on SolidStingingPodcast.com Hey listen We love you We appreciate you Share this episode Share us with your friends And we'll see you next time Keep loving people guys Peace out